Hey guys, it's Michelle Collins. Welcome to the Michelle Collins Show. It's my show and I'm thrilled you're here. We're going to be bringing you episodes every single week with different co-hosts, the same usual nonsense, off-the-cuff humor, news, advice, pop culture. I know it's a novel concept for a podcast, but what can I say? I'm an innovator. That's what I do. You'll be getting episodes every week, but if you want to hear daily episodes, you can head over to my Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash Mishkal, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I have co-hosts every single day. It's funny. It's loose. It's authentic. I do weekly episodes with my mother. If you're curious as to how someone is made this way, I highly recommend tuning into those and some video content as well, which is exciting. I'm off to contour, but I want you to enjoy this episode. It's fabulous. We adore you and we look forward to seeing you over on the Patreon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. day, evening, etc. It's Michelle Collins. It's a brand new episode of Midnight Snack. And I got to say, um, I had to take a pause from emailing a body scan company because I'm scheduling a full body scan. We'll talk about that in a second. In order to welcome our beautiful guest today, one of the handsomest men I know, and I lived in LA for five years, and that's really saying something. He's also the funniest. But Jeffrey, I have to tell you, your looks for me do slightly edge out your humor because you're so beautiful. Well, that's very nice, Michelle. It's true. That's such it's a true. nice that thing weird? to wake up to. Um, Is that like a weird thing to say to you or no? No, I mean, please. I will fucking take right. a compliment. <laughs> I'll take any kind of compliment I can get. I mean, I feel like you're the same way, right? <laughs> Oh, I don't even... My brain to me is rotted gruel. Like, all I care about is what people think of me physically. And uh, let me also really introduce you. His name is Jeffrey Self. You know him from literally every show you love on the planet. One of the funniest people I know. And now he has a brand new podcast with the other funniest person, Cole Escola. It's called Breakfast Buffet. I sometimes say buffet, but I corrected it for this. Breakfast Buffet. We're going to talk about that. Yeah, I like buffet because I'm kind of... I'm an immigrant's child. 
<laughs> Did you grow up going to buffets? How dare you? I just complimented you. I just said something <laughs> nice to you. Are you for real? I just said you're one of the best looking guys I know. And the first thing you're going to ask me is if I grew up going I to like buffets. A buffet. <laughs> I grew up wanting to go to buffets, but my mom wouldn't wouldn't go to buffets uh, because she just felt like it was a waste because we weren't going to eat enough for it to be worth it. You're making it worse somehow. Like you're actually digging the hole deeper for yourself. <laughs> that the reason I thought you were going to say financial, like I actually thought, oh, I'm going to, you know, change my tune a little bit because maybe Jeffrey grew up like he couldn't afford sizzler or whatever it is but instead it's because you were all so thin and yet your first question to me was how much did you love like family feud a buffet growing up (laughs) yeah we did jeffrey we did no it was it was because i no i i always i always put buffets on a pedestal i still do um and it was always something i yearned to go to but i we we never we, we we never went um though a few times on like road trips we would go to like I remember going to like a Mexican restaurant buffet, which is truly oh, yummy. Yeah, that's truly the that's truly the peak of of, of all dreams. Um, but yeah, so uh, Cole and I have a new podcast, and it's basically like we do like a a morning talk show. We play Larry Shed and Diane Denise Kitchen, and they <laughs> are uh, hosting a morning talk show as a man and woman who are not married, and they are very impressed with themselves for doing that. Um, I feel it's hilarious, like, by the way, I feel uh, like you understand uh, that world better than anyone. Um, being much me. like a buffet. That's true. Uh, in fact, why am I not the third, like unmentioned host on this show? Given my childhood love of endless troughs of food and my adult life <laughs> of, of just being uh, famously let go of one of the most famous morning shows in the country. Well, I'll say this. Just going back to the buffet thing, because I do, I knew when I said, Jeffrey, come on the podcast, you know, and it's been, it's really been a long time since we've chatted. And we have a mutual friend, Dave, who like always says, oh, I saw Jeffrey and I get very jealous because I really miss you. So this for me is like a sort of placeholder for not hanging out with you. Well, I also never know where you are. Like you, I know. I mean, you're, you're full-time based in New York now, right? No, no. Are you basic? Are you in Miami? I'm in Miami at the moment. Uh, I am based out of a storage facility in Hackensack, New Jersey, where all of my, that's real, where all of my, I always think when I say that, like, is someone going to break into my storage? Because there's pretty much only one place that has, like, has storage in Hackensack, <laughs> yeah. and it literally is where all of my stuff is. But, um, and by the way, the famous story about that, and I've told it before, but when I was moving, because I, I basically was traveling uh, famously through COVID, but I should add that I did not get coronavirus. I was painfully masking. I was like one of the mask martyrs of England, you know, yeah. who went there and I was masking everywhere. And I just realized that I had kind of burnt out in New York a little bit. Just my my energy was not happy there and I had to go. Yeah, you know? I get it. I totally get it. Where? So wait, that was, you were there for COVID and then you were like, get me, and then yeah. basically everything became remote and you were like, I get me out of here. Right. I was there for the first seven months. I want to say I went to England in November of 2020. And I realized that um, I that. that a lot of people were mad at me for that. And I, I don't, I get it. I get it. I was, I had no choice. I had to leave New York for my own mental health. I like it. I was not in a good place for me. And everyone said, well, how'd you do it? Like how, 
you know, what? You got on a plane? And what people don't know, and I always say, is that, yeah, anyone could go to England. The flight was completely empty. I upgraded yeah. to business. I was one of three people on the whole fucking plane. We got to London. There was It was in full lockdown, so there was really no point of being there. But right. I liked I liked it. Like, I was staying in a hotel, famously. Uh, again, this was when I was employed by a corporation. And <laughs> I, you know, would walk around every day. It was wintertime, which I love Christmas in London. And I actually really decompressed there in a big way for me. So it was important for my like post-COVID happiness, I guess, to be there. You know, I feel like you always end up in, you often go to England though around the holidays, right? Is that, yeah, that's like a thing I I feel like I know about. Now I'm on your podcast. Like this is, I'm like, yes, Jeffrey. In fact, it is true. I do in (laughs) fact go to England. (laughs) I do. I love Christmas. I'm a Jew who wishes she was not Jewish. So I love, I love Christmas so much. It's just. It's just the best. It really, I mean, it really is just, I put up my Christmas tree, no joke, like the day after Halloween this year. Like, <laughs> let's just look, and I did that last year too. And honestly, I don't think I'll ever turn back. Do you have a Christmas tree in Miami or no? Okay. By the way, I don't know if it's Kanye or what, but people think it's okay to ask Jewish people that question. No, I do not because it's. <laughs> okay, Jeffrey. By the way, I should add, now that we're talking about Christmas, no, I, I actually. I never grew up with a tree. Put a pin in that. This is technically our big Christmas spectacular episode, so it really makes sense that you're here. Um, well, holly, holly, jolly, jolly, Rudolph and Prancer and Dancer. Um, That's beautiful when th- you say it. Thank you. Yeah. That's as we all the song that we all know and love. <laughs> um, did you? So okay. So right, I didn't have right. a tree. No, did I didn't have a tree ever, ever because. Here's the funny thing about my family. We changed our last name to a, a gentrified Irish, technically, last name. It's obviously not my birth name. Oh, right. Um, I didn't think about yeah, that. Yeah. Do you say the original the, or is it like something you, you, yeah. you don't say? What is it? No, I'll say it. What if I'm just like, it was, um, I'm trying to think, I don't want to get canceled. I was <laughs> thinking of a funny, like something. horrible, like bagel schnoz. And I said, it. my parents felt it was too Jewish. It was money bags. We didn't like it. It was Sikh. So it was C-I-K-K. Globalist. It was Michelle Globalist. Uh, my middle name was Zionist. And like my parents said, too Jewish. No, it was C-I-K-K. So we changed it to Collins because of Collins Avenue in Miami. Okay. Um, Cute. And my parents would actually go to church uh, sometimes for Christmas Mass, believe it or not, just to hear the songs and hold a candle and feel Christian. But we never brought... The tree was like, I guess, a, a, a step far. too far. So we never did yeah. that. What was your Christmas... What was... What were your Christmases like growing up? Was it a big Christmas household? I mean, we were very, How did the gift giving go? Yeah, a big Christmas household. We, when I was growing up, like my grandparents were really into Christmas and were really intense about, we would have to go to their, we, the, our Christmas mornings would start when I was, until I was like about 14, this was the, the routine. We would go to my great grandmother's house at, for breakfast, and I'm not kidding, at 4.30 in the morning. No, shut the fucking fuck up right now. <laughs> As if, like, we're all coming down from Coke and, like, finally having pancakes. <laughs> like, it's full. You're at Florent <laughs> yeah. in the meatpacking district. I'm like, what is Jeffrey and his great-grandmother doing here? Um, wait, then, why? Because of the gifts? No, they just, like, wanted to get it going. And then... Jeez. And then we would go from there next door to my grandparents' house... And then we would have already had breakfast, obviously, at 4.30 in the morning. And then we would, this would be now like 6 in the morning, and we'd open presents at my grandparents' house. And then we would come home and open presents at our house. 
And then it would be like, by that point, it would be like 9 a.m. And then the day would be over. Then there was nothing else. Isn't that so weird? And I, I just, I'm sorry. It was so depressing. It was so depressing. And like, cause then you would be like, a kid would be like nine thirty, maybe, and you feel like you've been like you know that you have that stomach feeling like you got up early for the airport, and like you're yes. now just awake for the rest of the day, and it was so bleak. And the craziest fucking thing is my crazy ass grandmother, who was the one that made us do all this early stuff in the morning, would after they, after we finished opening presents at their house, uh-huh. would take down her Christmas tree on Christmas no. morning. Shut. <laughs> That is it. Was she German? What's her background? Um, just like, uh, just like a mentally unwell Southern woman. I mean, like Southern, because it feels very German. You it know, does the neatness feel very and the orderliness of it. Of just okay, so you open your <laughs> presents, you got everything. Okay, tree comes down immediately. You know, just put the ornaments away. Yeah, it's interesting. My, you know what though, I respect it because I come from a famously a famous neat freak. My mother, you know. I can't explain the level of, it is OCD. And I could see if we did have a tree, the same thing happening in my household where once the joy was over, you got your gifts. Well, there's no need for the tree. Get it out. So I, I can understand the mentality behind it. I'm not like that, but I could see it. Yeah. I mean, I, and the weird thing is also with her, with this grandmother is she was so obsessed with Christmas that they had a room their 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 literally their bedroom in their house was only decorated for Christmas 20, uh, 365 days a year. So Wait. Like, yeah. <laughs> Maybe so, that was the problem. She was sick of it. She's like, fuck. It was too much. Get this tree out of here. Yeah. She had like a full Christmas tree in her bedroom, full all, year round. Um, Christmas what? bedspread. Pa- the wallpaper in the bedroom was like Christmas, like candy cane sort of things. And then the, what? Ba- <laughs> the bathroom off of her bedroom was also Christmas. Like there was like a little like, you know, Santa doily on the toilet. And like the soap dispenser was a snowman. Twenty like again, all year round. And <laughs> but then the idea that that same person would be like, Okay, it's 10 a.m. on Christmas morning. Get the fuck out of here with this tree. For real. I wonder if she just... God, you know what I'm thinking? Like, maybe she felt like she needed something to do because, as you're saying, it's like once the gifts were all opened and y'all had your shit, she was like, I gotta do something. You know, she felt almost like when you... I personally am not the kind of person who unpacks the day I get home from vacation. I wait two weeks because I'm meant... I have ADHD and I'm sick. Yeah. But I could see if you're not like that, wanting to keep wanting to do something for Christmas. So it's like, well, let's just get it out of here. That's you know? true. It gives you like a project for the day, I guess. But yeah. it's so, such a strange uh, way to celebrate uh, Christmas. But it's really horrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's yeah. so and unfestive. My, 100%. And my mom said when they were, when she was a little girl that my grandmother would make her take down the Christmas tree on Christmas morning. I mean, this is, what? this is a dark human being, but it's, um, abuse. it's full of abuse. Well, it's interesting because you've not brought up, I was going to ask you as again, bringing up, my religion. And we were very much just culturally Jewish. We sure. rarely went to temple growing up. We never really fasted on Yom Kippur, things like that. We were not kosher, obviously. But the Hanukkah gift-giving scenario in my home was very dark. And I used to go to school with a lot of Jewish uh, you know, kids, mm-hmm. uh, most of whom were my enemies. And they would say, you know, oh, we get a gift every night, you know, because it's eight nights. Mm-hmm. So the whole stereotype of like getting eight gifts for Christmas, my parents cannot even get one fucking gift. For, they're even in fact, my mom was on the show uh, on my other show last I saw week, that, yeah, and yeah, and spoke about 
the direct quote was, we're going to deposit something in your depositing place, direct quote, which upset me, obviously. But also, that's how they were. It was like money, like we don't like to put thought into what you want. We don't want to get you the wrong thing. So here's money. I mean, and I was always jealous of, yeah. I know, because like no one's happy. Because I guess to you, if you got shitty gifts, you're like, I would have much rather gotten a hundred bucks to go to the mall and get what I want. Mm, but, you know, there yeah. is something exciting about opening a package and like seeing what's in there, you know? Oh, a trillion percent. I am very anti a money gift, a gift, or a gift yeah. card, any of that kind of shit. And my husband and his family do a really annoying thing where they like to go shopping all together like the week before Christmas and you pick out what you want and then you pretend like you don't see them buying it. I and am. What? I am. It's awful. Moment, it's the memento tactic yeah. of just reverse like amnesia. Yeah. That is really very funny. Last year, that I got like you know a what, though? It, huge yeah, fight with on. him about it. I have fully snapped and it was it completely inappropriate but i'm hoping that this year <laughs> that it maybe makes an effort and just like a, one surprise because i agree the deposit the picking out your own gift i mean get a get a life i i don't know what to tell you my favorite hanukkah ever and i want to ask you what your favorite gift if you remember i'm sure you do because i feel like every kid remembers the one holiday Toast. but i remember one year my parents did do something fun i was 9 years old and they wrapped up our gifts and hid them around the house. Like in uh, during Passover, there's this uh, tradition where you hide a piece of matzah called the afikomen, and then the kids all go look for it, mm -hmm. and whoever gets it gets a prize. It's really fun. I love game shows, so for me, that's of course. you know there's stakes, right? And my parents did that with my gifts, and I remember I got a Babysitters Club Super Special, mm -hmm. which was my whole world, sure. and I got the Tetris Nintendo Tetris game cartridge. Which also, as again, a friendless kid, <laughs> a gifted, a very gifted, friendless child, was one of the best was a game things to this day. It was a, like a literal game changer. And nothing has ever met the joy of that particular Hanukkah. Not only the gifts themselves, but also just like the finding of them. I mean, I'm, I'm actually feeling happiness even telling you about it. Yeah. And it's sad to me that that only happened once. Like, yeah, it's weird that they what? were like we. They tried it once, and then they were like, "Eh, let's back. Let's go back to like just the little work we were doing before." Just such lazy work. Um, <laughs> what was the best? What was I guess the most unexpected thing? I don't know your upbringing. If you were grow like rude question. Yeah. Do you feel like you had a spoiled upbringing, yes. or were your parents spoiled? Okay. Yeah. Thank I mean, you for being we honest. We didn't grow up. I didn't grow up rich. I grew up definitely like middle class, but definitely okay. like Christmas time splurging beyond mm. means kind of vibe family wise. Um, and yeah, so it was definitely very spoiled. Definitely the kind of household where you like made it a list and you better believe everything that was on it was there on Christmas morning. Um, okay. So what's the difference between that and what your boyfriend's family does? That's a good point. Well, as a kid, it's like, you're just making a list, but like with that, it's like, now we're adults and it's like, well, I don't want to go to like the store and like, be like, Oh yeah, this sweater is great. That'd be cool if it was under the tree. Like, cause it's a little too soon. I think also as a kid, you like make a Christmas list and like, for me at least like October. So by the time Christmas rolls around, you've you kind of forgotten what's on it <laughs> though. I remember the night, I remember the night that I stopped believing in Santa because I, 
Um, spoiler alert, by the way. Um, that uh, fuck Jeffrey. I know. Sorry, sorry. To the White Lotus season three. <laughs> spoiler. Okay, go on. Um, that I remember. I had made that list, and then it was Christmas Eve, and I like a few nights before we'd been at like one of my parents' friends' house, and their daughter had this like some sort of like play set that they'd gotten from like a relative who had been visiting like an early Christmas gift. And there was this really, really, really great shoulder length blonde wig as part of the play set. And I was like obsessed with it all night. And I remember being like a kid in my bed on Christmas Eve being like, if there really is a Santa tomorrow without having added to the list, he's going to bring me a shoulder length blonde wig and when I woke up on Christmas morning and there was no shoulder length blonde wig, I it was I went, there's no Santa. I really I I knew it in that moment. Um I gotta say, you could not ask for a better evil gay origin story. <laughs> I mean, how you're not writing this down. This is yeah, that's this like the, just is a trajectory for so much anger. So much not anger. only toward your family, but toward everybody. Towards, I, toward I'm mad holiday. on your behalf. Towards specifically the holiday. Santa. <laughs> like you never got your shoulder length blonde wig. No, and I mean, it's just changed every it's never been the same. fiber of your DNA. Yeah. Never been the same. My hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Favorite God. Christmas gift though ever was there were two two things pop in my head. One is I got this computer game and it was called Opening Night, I believe. And it was like <laughs> an early computer. Part of the story. I'm sorry. If this is not all going in a script, all of these things are part of like you got a game called Opening. <laughs> this is like a waiting for Guffman joke. What are you talking about? It was like on like <sighs> Windows 95, and it was like a full okay. like software program where it was these like it wasn't animated, but it was like real. So it was like a real picture of people. And you basically were able to put on a play. You like picked the set, you picked the costumes, you picked the actors and you could write a script like in what? the text. And then they would like a computerized voice would say it. So it'd be like, so like you would write a script and then it was this sort of like Siri type voice that was saying the words and they Wait, I'm looking at it. Play. I Googled it. Yeah, it's, it I'm watch. I'm, it's actually... So much fun looking. It's gorgeous, right? It's oh so weird. Oh my god! I don't know why they never like continue doing stuff with it. Like, because like, I there should be a version today. I haven't looked at it in so long, but it was again a friendless gifted child. My number one 
source of, of those those actors were my people. Um, I mean, this is what I'm looking at here, and I and I beseech you, listener, to Google opening night game. Mm-hmm. These photos are straight out of Bette Midler's Hello Dolly. Every 100%. single picture is. I mean, it's I could just see ribbons down my back. Like I'm I'm hearing the music here. She's in front of a milliner, oh, yeah. Deborah Murphy milliner. There's a an Irish setter looking up at these two well dressed people. I mean, I'm in shock. They're in Have front fun. of a place. I'm looking at one right now where they're in front of a place called that says Fine Teas. I saw. I went to see if it was it um, cancelable. Yeah, I it's, was like, um, oh god, but they they were good. It was such a such a such a such an amazing game. I'm looking at it now, and I'm taken aback. These sets. I don't think people understand. You could do a play in front of the Palace of Versailles. Look at these <laughs> yes. gardens. Like, then like there's the one. Thing. This is in. By the way, I'm actually having, as though I wasn't jealous enough of your, uh, ant, no, I wanted to say anti-Semitic, I'm trying to think of what the word I'm looking for is of your Christian uh, sure. upbringing. Christmas-y. You know, there's another word for it. Yeah, Christmassy, but your Christian religious upbringing. Yeah. I don't think you were religious, but maybe you were. Sure. I am now seething. I was before just like a little mad, like, oh, sure. trees, grandma's house, like, seems like fun. My grandparents were like, literally would spit on me when I'd walk through the door and call me fat. So I'm like, wow, your grandma <laughs> took you. I was like, wow, your grandparents sound so nice. So with their Christmas bedroom, um, as though I wasn't seething. Now I am just, I'm seeing red that I did not Open have night. the access to opening night because I want to download it now. today. We should do it now and make this, we should write a, a screenplay and this will be like our night at the museum where these two kids in the nineties have this access to this game and they write it, but it actually becomes a real oh, play wow. that is then filmed. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And then like Dolly, I don't like, know. There's like, something like to Donna it. Murphy steps out of the computer game and like, please. I love her. The only yeah. version I was able to afford, by the way, is I saw <laughs> hello Dolly twice. <laughs> True story is that the two times I saw Hello Dolly on Broadway were both with Donna Murphy. And I have to tell you, because it was to this day probably the best live musical I've ever oh, seen 100%. in my life. Outside of, oh my God. And she is so, to me, I thought, I'm gonna say something controversial. I don't see how Bet could have been better than Donna Murphy in that. I, I really mean it. She I get was it. so good. Well, I will uh, say, uh, I bet uh, Donna Murphy is one of the only ones I did not see do it. But really? Cole Escola says that she was the best of all of them and Cole see? saw all of them. Um, and I trust that. I will say I went to see Bernadette Peters in it three nights in a row in the midst of like a true manic episode. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like, how'd spending, that go for you? Spending so much money on like oh really my God. fancy seats for just three nights in a row. I was in New York on a job and felt like, you know, daddy Warbucks and just kept on going. And I agree though. I've never experienced something more joyful in a theater. Like then. Oh oh my God. You know what? And I'll say something ignorant on my behalf, meaning I thought it before (laughs) I went to see it the first time. And I want to say, I I don't, I must've seen it with Dan. I forget who I saw it with the first time. I know I took my parents when they came to New York to see it. And we just had the best time. Uh, but I remember thinking, oh, because I hate Americana. Yeah. Not the mall in Glendale. It's arguably my favorite mall in the country. But the idea of... I know what you mean. I don't know. That, you know what I mean? Like twee, uh, like uh, oh, bustles. Almost colonial. And, yeah, 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 yeah. I also hate... I, I just hate American culture, let's be honest. Sure. Specifically... 1950s culture to me is, I'd say, the bottom of the barrel. Interesting. You show me 
a jukebox, you show me um, a Coca-Cola sign, uh, checkerboard floor, (laughs) diner energy, like, you know, um, chrome. Totally. Like circular seats. I feel sick even just saying these things. I hate all of that shit. Like a waitress on roller skates. Oh, my God. I... You know what's funny is I think it's the reason why I've never seen Waitress. Because of my hatred (laughs) for 1950s culture is so deep. Can I just pause to say something that's been troubling me for the past few days and I must bring it up? Somebody must have thrown whole peanuts on my balcony. What? Jeffrey, like... Whole peanuts? Are they shelled or unshelled? (laughs) Shelled. Michelled peanuts. Because every day, and there are a lot of, it's, you know, it's Miami. So there's like iguanas, there's bluebirds. I mean, all kinds right. of freaking animals, a million squirrels. And it's fun. It's like having my own little zoo on my balcony. <laughs> I'm on the second floor. Somebody must have tossed either underneath the balcony or on my actual balcony under the seats. Because every fucking day, at least three times a day, a bird will land on the chair here with a whole nut in its mouth and look at me. And I just did a, I don't know if I like it or not. I'm going to send you a picture of this. I can't tell if I appreciate it or not because I don't, I don't know. I just sent you a picture of this bird staring me down with a nut in its mouth. It's I like would feel, just, it would, oh God. Oh, oh God. Geez. That's, it's scary, right? That's a big nut, too. It's huge. That's, um, yeah, no, that's spooky. I'm so sorry. That's spooky. Also, you really... I, I mean, really don't like it. I also love your your outdoor coffee table. It looks like it's been hit by our hurricane. <laughs> Do you want to know the truth? So first of all, I apologize because my um, coffee it's table shocking. has an open canister of makeup brushes that I got at Ulta and a roll of paper towels. What else is there? Those there look like it's empty, not oh, a wine glass. Those look mm-hmm. like empty candle holders. One of them... Has been, no, no, has no. Been, <laughs> <laughs> what are those? No, no, no. <laughs> this almost I should have cropped the photo before sending it's oh, almost too sure. personal and now I'm mad now you send it to your grandmother her head explodes like the meat <laughs> freak anyway no I bought at Ulta on sale like nine makeup brushes and it came in this metal tin and so yesterday I took oh, them out man. and I left the tin akimbo on the coffee table never took it away but the balcony where I am staying funny you bring it up and I'm embarrassed <laughs> I never sit out there because I just don't like I look at it sure and those cushions which did fall over because of the wind yeah. are about as unstuffed. I mean, it's just almost like yeah, pillow like, covers with no pillow inside. It's just, it's horrible. Like it's horrible like looking. Sheets. And I'm sorry. <laughs> just crumpled. I really, I'm sheets. sorry. Um, I didn't consider the uh, like image. It. Of, it's a nice anyway. glimpse into um, my horrible life. <laughs> your reality. <laughs> well, look, my apartment is nice. You can't see it. But no, is there stuff around? Yeah. Can you see the shoes on the floor? No, that's good. What else is there? Oh, there's like a bra kit there. Paper towels. Are you near the water oh. in Miami? I'm right off the water. And if you can even note in the background, there's a pool that I can see from oh, my room. So it's, do you, yeah, no, it's, it's actually nice. Do you mm-hmm. go to the beach much or do you just sort of like look at it? I'm just going to add that taken along with the buffet question at the top of the show, you are digging this hole is at this point, it's 50 feet deep. No, I don't go to the beach. I don't like the beach. Okay. (laughs) I kind of like the beach and I kind of don't like, I like to go on a walk on the beach, but I don't love like sitting on the beach. I'll tell you what I like. I'll tell you what I like about the beach. No, because why I'm saying that is I always wished that I was the kind of girl who was like that Cameron Diaz character of let's go like play like paddle ball on the beach. You know, let's go. I wish that I was like the hot beach girl who 
just, you know, by myself even was like, I'm just going to go take a book and a towel to the beach. I Uh, do not do that ever. What I will do, what I will do is I will uh, go to a hotel that has chairs on the beach. I like that. That I like. I love a beach when it's controlled. I do too. I need... Yeah. Umbrella in Greece. Like I went to the freaking beach every day because I want to lay out. I, w- I love getting tan. I love laying out. I just don't like sand. Yeah. That's so I don't like bringing thing. sand in the car. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't like the whole like having to lug things to the beach. Like, yes. Yeah, so if you're in Hate Greece, lugging. you've got chairs, you've got a waiter. Like that's a very different kind of beach experience. Oh, 100%. Wait, how did we get to the beach? You live near the beach. The nut, the bird. Oh, We're the talking nut. about Christmas. The nut bird, by the way, I'm so happy I caught it on film, even though my horrible, disgusting lifestyle is in the background, which Jeffrey can't handle. But yes. It's not, I wouldn't say horrible. It's just, you know, it's the holidays. We're all all messy. Listen, I sit in this fucking room every night for nine hours and watch Family Feud on repeat every (laughs) night. I sit on this couch. It's also not my apartment. It's like Airbnb furniture, you know? So uh, it is what it is. And I'll be honest with you. I am not a neat freak. It's also early in the morning. I've been working since, you know, early recording. Yep. And so, no, since last night, I have not removed the wine glass there. I haven't taken... It sounds like I literally am like a drunk... I had a glass of wine last night. I don't want people to think that I'm like chugging, like crying, watching Family Feud. And I didn't remove the makeup canister. Okay, I'm sorry. And the paper towels that I use when I eat dinner on the couch. I apologize. So wait, are you going to be in Miami indefinitely? Are you going? No, 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 no. Where? I don't really have an answer. People are very into where. Where the where question, are you go? especially like months ago, was like, "Where are you going to live?" Yeah. And the truth is, I don't have an answer. I don't know. I am uh, at the moment here. I am trying to figure out a place where I can settle down, where it's not going to cost me a million dollars, which yeah. in New York at the moment is pretty much what it would be. Crazy. And I'll be honest. Uh, listen, let me just also put this out there. If a network came knocking sure. saying, we want you on the show. I'll go Schenectady anywhere. I will happily move to where work is. So I don't want people to think that I'm now it's possible. I'm preventing those jobs from coming through by not being there. But nevertheless, I just for at the moment I couldn't do New York. I had to go. I get it. I get it. You know, yeah. you're in LA, right? Yeah, yeah I am. But like I go back and forth with even oh. here as well. I mean, you know, I know here. it's like, Theory, What's your feeling nice. on it these days? I What's mean, your feeling these days? Well, so we we bought a we bought a house here, and but like when we're on the far east side, like we're like way love. kind of way out in the middle of fucking nowhere, though. Like even we're like east. Can you of, give me the town? Arcadia? Yeah, we're, we're in <laughs> El Sereno, which is like near wow. Highland Park, um, and like Pasadena and Alhambra. So I mean, it's like kind of far away. But I kind of like that because we're kind of in, it's not rural per se, but it's, um, I see where you are. Mm-hmm. We're, we're like, we have like a big yard and it just, it feels we, and we're on top of a hill. It feels like we're kind of removed. And I do half of the time. It really, looks pretty. It is pretty. Half it, the time I I'm love looking that at it. and half the time yeah. I don't love that. But I think it's good for now. Um, I was in New York a lot this summer, and there was a lot of like, oh, should we just move back to New York? I kind of miss that. But I don't know. I, know. I kind of, nowhere's, I mean, I guess nowhere's perfect. I mean. This is the problem with this country for me is that, you know, it's interesting too, because when I was spending time, I was in, and it makes me sound like such a piece of shit, but I was in Italy, I was in Amsterdam, London, yeah. and I was like really feeling good about myself. You know, I just, I, I was like, just loving my energy. People are commenting, God, you look happy. I'm like, I really am happy. I, I love it. You know what I keep saying though? Like it makes me sound shitty, but let me also add my 
family is European, right? They were in Czechoslovakia and in Hungary. They got displaced because of a little thing known as World War II. They were put in camps. Who Those who survived ended up either in Israel or New York. And somehow that's how I found myself in this part of the planet. You know what I right, mean? Totally. And I'm like, well, maybe like internally in a past life or whatever it is, I just thrive. I also am a walker. I don't really like to drive. Like, I mean, I like driving, but I also love a town center. I love Europe. It's beautiful. I love an outdoor cafe and I'll even smoke a cigarette once in a while. Like, I like that energy for me. It's where I'm happiest. And honestly, there's nowhere now in this country that's doing that for me. You can't really do it in New York without, again, even if you're rich in New York, it's hard. Like, I don't even think money matters at this point. It's not in LA. It's not really here in Miami. So at the moment, I'm kind of like, well, maybe I'll go overseas for, you know, figure out some kind of residency situation to a place that I can afford. And that's pretty. And we'll see. I kind of, one of the benefits of um, not having children, not being married, not having pets is that I can do that. And I think that if I'm just going to say something kind of honest, which we may or may not edit out of the final recording, I think a lot of the negativity, because I was getting some negativity from people, I felt, and it felt judgmental what kind, almost though? that I was, I don't know how to put it. I just felt like there was even a tone like, oh, where are you? I don't know how to put it. It's just, I was feeling, not from everybody, but sure. there was just a vibe sometimes of like, wow, you're, you're there for a long time. Are you ever coming back? Things like that. And part of me often felt like, I'm sorry if my life decisions, which have allowed me the freedom to do this and like go here and and also being lucky enough to do the work that I do, which I am lucky to do this. And I know that you can't be mad at me because my circumstances are allowing me to go to Italy for two months or to Amsterdam or London, you know? So I don't know. People were, I felt like people were being a little bit shitty and I don't think that it had anything to do with the virus because at this point we were all vaccinated. Most of us had had it already. I just think people were a bit like side-eyeing because deep down they kind of wish that they were doing it. I was going to say, it's a jealousy thing. Yeah. I mean, there's... Don't you think? Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, Yeah. I mean, you because you've spent like long periods of time like doing that. Have you ever done San Francisco or New Orleans? You've just named two of my least favorite cities in America. So I've been, but I would never live there. I And I respect the people from there. And every time I say something negative about, about, about I'm completely fine. I've had half a bottle of the big Starbucks iced coffee. <laughs> I'm like these birds with their nuts. I'm like seeing things. Um, <laughs> hallucinating. I get people it. People get I upset mean, with I, me, I don't know but I, they're just not either. for me. I don't know if I'd want to live in either of those cities, but people always like try to compare them to like European cities. Uh, no, yeah, excuse me. I, there yeah. are benefits to both places. Sure. I I see why people like both places. Yeah. But one of my things is I love to walk around a city. And when I'm walking around a place and I feel like there's someone behind me with a gun, I yeah. don't love that. And yeah. that's sort of where I was at with New York in a way where, yeah. and I don't want to sound Daily Mail like or sure, you know what have you? But I'm sorry, I saw an old an elderly couple get punched in the face on the train. I like I saw some bad shit. Literally, right. people shitting. Like I just right constantly people passed out from overdoses constantly. And that was just and at the view. <laughs> that was just at ABC, you know. And and listen, I talked to Joy about that, and like you know she. <laughs> And she said she was going to work on it, you know, in, in the Lord's year of 2023. Um, it does make me sound like a piece of shit. I get it. I Like, even when I'm talking about it here, I'm like, oh, I don't want no, I don't to come mean. off this way because 
New York is a place that literally I have loved from the moment I moved there. Right. Because a couple things that I love about cities is I want culture. I want diversity. I want a blending of everyone. You know what I mean by that? Like I I love living in a place where everyone looks different and has different things going on. It's one of the reasons I hated LA for me. Didn't feel diverse enough and certainly career wise didn't feel diverse enough. You know, I I kind of was like losing my mind with everyone being in the business bored the shit out of me. Mm -hmm. No, I I, fully Anyway, my rant over. Rant over. Wow. Am I... Am I one of the good ones or am I a terrible person? Be um, honest. You're such a good person. No, you're not a you're not a terrible person. I don't know if you're such you know a I good mean? person, but you're so, you're not- okay. Thank <laughs> you're you. so I'm gonna hit a- the buffet later. Thanks, yeah. Jeff. <laughs> 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 Thank you. Here's the thing. I'm having so much fun with Jeffrey. The show is not done. You want to hear the rest of the show? Of course you do. Go to patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. Uh, sign up. Support my European dreams. People are like, they can't, half the people cancel. They're like, wait, huh? Um, but go listen. Uh, and if you haven't already, and by the way, I'm a subscriber. Dan Acton is a huge fan as well. Go right now and subscribe to um, Breakfast Buffet with Jeffrey Self and Cole Escola. It is you're both such comedic geniuses. I want to ask you about that too. And I am going to talk about the view in the Patreon half. See, that's how we get people hooked. I always want to talk about the view with you. Anything you want to know, but I always say the real name of the show is behind the paywall. Once we're behind the paywall, if you're paying for the stories, I'll tell you whatever you want. Um, But anyway, go right now, patreon.com slash mishcall. Tell your friends to subscribe. They won't listen to you, but just tell them. And um, all right, we'll see you over there. 
And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear the show every single day, go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things, mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye, guys.